WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcasts at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows, past and present, like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it now from the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store today. From the newsroom of SearchEngineWatch.com, the authority on search engine marketing and social media since 1996. Welcome to SEW Weekly. Each week, our hosts keep a virtual eye on the stories and people that are impacting search and social marketing, breaking down each headline with expert analysis. Plus, we'll bring you expert interviews exploring the latest search and social marketing tips and tools. Listen, connect, learn. SEW Weekly, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are your hosts. Again, for another edition of SEW Weekly, Tom Kramer from Search Engine Watch right here with you. It is the January 24th, 2013 edition of SEW Weekly, and uh, we got a good show for you today. We're going to be talking uh, with Lisa Beyer, who is the CEO of the Beyer Group. It's a PR, uh, social media, and branding agency. We're going to be talking today about um, what what you do, what's good protocol, good etiquette uh, for PR, especially through social media. Uh, during the wake of a crisis. But first, a little bit of news to get to you this week. Uh, ripped right off SearchEngineWatch.com. This one was posted uh, Tuesday, actually just a couple days ago. Google Chrome now is going to encrypt all searches. So if you're a Google Chrome user and you like to just search right from the URL bar without actually going to Google and just type it in right from there, your your searches will now be encrypted using SSL, um, presumably whether you're logged in or not at this point. Now, the big news here with this is when Google had gone to the encrypted SSL searches for users who were logged in before, this became a big deal because everybody all of a sudden started seeing these not provided lists in their keyword list and their analytics because the keywords aren't getting passed in there now. So with everybody who uses Chrome and searching right from the Chrome uh, URL bar now going to be encrypted. That's going to change a lot more things. And, you know, initially Matt Cutts from Google had said that you're not going to see much past double digits percentage wise of not provided. Uh, people are already seeing upwards of 20 plus percent. And I'm sure we're going to start seeing uh, even higher numbers now that that's come into play. Other news from this week uh, posted just yesterday, actually. The Google Transparency Report has changed a little bit here. Um, they're adding details on the kinds of requests from governments they're getting about various things. So things like, you know, was a request for a subpoena, was it by subpoena, was it by a search warrant, was it a court order, whatever the case may have been. And they released a few more uh, statistics about um, how many requests they've actually been, been receiving. It's been oh, it was over 33,000 requests last year. And this is requests for user information, search data, or content removal requests. The big thing here is they're, they're taking the content removal requests out of this report and moving it into a new report coming soon. The blog post that Google announced it with actually said, stay tuned for those data. And it makes you wonder now, with 
if there's that much data that it warrants its own separate transparency report, how many types of requests are they getting for these things and, and how many are they fulfilling? So you can see that the new tool is up there at uh, the transparency report, the Google transparency report, and uh, break it down by state, by all kinds of different fun stuff, and uh, check that all out. The other big deal here um, this week, again, also from yesterday's news headlines, um, the Google search share, in the UK at least, has dropped considerably. Now, dropped considerably. They're still at 88%, but that is the lowest search share they've had in, 80, in, uh, in the past five years. In fact, just last December, it was uh, as high as 91%. So now they're down to 88%, and uh, it's, it's, they're clearly getting hit all the different... Uh, privacy issues and, and, and whatnot through the UK is clearly taking a toll on them. And, and this is a big deal, too, because they also lost search share last year in the last quarter uh, in the U.S. Now, granted, again, they were at just over 66.5%, and that was down from 67%. Not a big jump. But they're starting to slowly lose some share. You know, I don't want to make an analogy, a bad analogy here that may be right or wrong, but Internet Explorer had very slow, slowly leaking market share usage, and then all of a sudden just drop, the bottom just dropped out on them. So um, that's the news you want to see and know about. If you want to know any more about these stories, you can certainly head over to searchenginewatch.com. Not just the news, but a whole bunch of commentary and other things today. Check out my analytics post today about uh, the Google Analytics app uh, gallery where you can extend various features into Google Analytics. But when we come back, we're talking privacy, we're talking etiquette, we're talking uh, times of crisis on uh, social media, what you do. The one and only Lisa Byer will be my guest very shortly. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back with her. You are listening to SEW Weekly on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SEW Weekly after this quick timeout. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? (laughs) You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. (laughs) Aim clear. The agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing. I'm Maria Retan. This is Glenn Angler. This is Tim Ash. James and Arlene Martell here. This is Ross Dunn. And this is John Carcutt. This is Dush Ramachandran. This is Bennett Kelly. This is Jillian Music. 
from SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e-commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry. Please join me in welcoming Andrew Hayford. Pleased to have Jim Lanzone. Please welcome Ariana Huffington. Please welcome Jason Calcanis. On air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. This is WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome back to SCW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back to SEW Weekly. Tom Craver here alongside with you today. And uh, we're going to talk today about uh, social media etiquette and PR etiquette uh, during times of a tragedy. My guest today is, is the one and only Lisa Byer, CEO of the Byer Group. And if you're not familiar, the Byer Group is a PR, social media, and branding agency. Lisa, thank you very much for joining us today. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Tom, for having me. Happy to be here. Oh, my pleasure. All right. Now, Lisa, I've invited you specifically because um, there's a couple of reasons. You wrote something on Search Engine Watch back just before Christmas, um, right in the, in the wake of the, the horrible thing that happened up in Newtown. And it really, it was, it was about how brands should react you know, on social media and in their advertising campaigns and whatnot in, in the wake of something horribly tragic, you know, nationwide or even regionally or locally for that matter. Um, the third paragraph starts off with a subheading, and it says, do we really need to have this conversation? So I'm going to echo that one right out to you. Why, why are these companies so, so dumb about this? Why do we really need to have this conversation? What's going on out there? Well, you know, you'd think we wouldn't have to have this conversation, but we're in new territory. Social media is still, you know, I think we'd all agree in very um, infancy stages. But um, when tragedy strikes, especially like the one that happened, um, brands are still learning how to respond and what to do. And from a public relations standpoint and a social media standpoint and a branding standpoint, the three kind of need to work together. So... When this whole thing unfolded, you know, it's ironic we're asking brands to, brands are asking people and consumers to be their friend on Facebook and to follow us and, and have this whole friendly, engaging conversation. But when tragedy strikes, um, we still need to be their friend. And it's how, what is the most appropriate way to act like that? And what is the best way to act from an etiquette standpoint? So theoretically, we should be obviously concerned about what's happened and, and not just go for the kill shot and saying, hey, buy from us anyway because of whatever. Uh, are, there, are, there, are there companies who have actually been that brazen and, and like gone out and done that? Yeah, and um, in my, my article in Search Engine Watch, I gave some you know, pretty strong examples of, com- of, of what not to do, you know, what not, how not to turn, um, take a tragedy and kind of exploit the situation. And, you know, it kind of, go- this goes against what, one of the things that we um, preach from a search standpoint is, you know, to tie into a trending story, make yourself part of the story. But in times of tragedy, this is really probably one of those exceptions to the rule where, you know, you want to be delicate about it and you don't want to exploit something and, and prey on the weak at the moment. All right. So in, in theory, obviously, that's, that's always a nice practice is to tie into something that's, that's going on. But obviously, common sense reveal. What, what can you give us? Um, good example-wise as, you know, theoretical practice versus what you really should do in real life? Yeah, well, just to give you kind of, you know, from my own personal experience, um, you know, there's always theories and, you know, 
you can come up with the greatest crisis plans. But I mean, I went through a crisis um, my own when one of my friends was um, part of a murder by a serial killer. And I was kind of thrown into this whole media frenzy. And it was before social media, but it was still, you know, similar things were happening. And fortunately, um, I was kind of led through it and helped the families kind of guide their way through it by Pat Sessions, who had recently been through something similar, not the same thing, where his daughter was kidnapped and he was in the middle of a media frenzy. So he took his terrible experience and helped us through our terrible experience. And then when I saw the Newtown thing happening, I'm thinking, you know, just bringing back all of these memories of what was happening and what, you know, what Pat Sessions had kind of led us through and how to apply that through social media. So we're watching this whole thing unfolding on social media with the Newtown shootings. And I'm seeing what brands are doing right, you know, in my opinion, what brands are doing wrong. And then I'm directing, you know, some of the, the, the brands that I'm consulting on what to do and what not to do. And I kind of went into autopilot because I had already been there and done that. I felt like and I, I could kind of feel the pain and what people wanted to hear and what they didn't want to hear. And so you know, it's, it's good to, to take these real case studies that where people have experience and use that for your own branding. So some of the examples I use, for example, um, would be to take down humorous posts um, that might be offensive. Some people don't want to, they don't, it's not a funny time. So if they're following stories on social media and kind of expressing their, their feelings, um, probably not a good time to have those auto posts going there telling jokes. Yeah, I think people who know me very well know that no matter what's going on in life, that's the first thing I want to do is say something funny to cheer people up because that's that's all I do. I'm I'm the silly guy of the crowd, right? That's that's me. But yeah, sometimes people just don't understand that either and and that's that's definitely good advice. So let me ask you, what what kind of what kind of positive responses or what kind of responses in general are considered acceptable? Well, I'll give you one example, and um, I'll give you kind of a before and after. So um, I have a client that you know they had themed out each day on social media and it just so happened that this happened on a Friday with the, um, the Newtown tragedy and their theme was Friday's rock. And every Friday there was some sort of image that, you know, showed Friday's rock, whether it was a diamond ring or something like that. So that had literally just posted and kind of, you know, I just got, you know, we just kind of, kind of got this like really bad feeling. So we, we took that post down. I had them take that post down and we replaced it with um, a message, you know, kind of going out in a very um, soft image of, hands holding together and they had probably four times as many likes and comments and responses all positive than I probably I think that they would have probably had you know zero response and almost like an, a negative publicity connotation if they would have left that Friday's rock up so there are times when posts just you know in social media whether it's a post or an update they might need to be deleted and replaced so there's there's certainly an interaction there are certain commodum of respect that you as a brand are showing, but that people perceive that in different ways is, is what you're trying to say there, basically. Yes, definitely. So, um, you know, there might, it might be a moment of there are no, there's not any messaging going out and you're just letting the stream happen um, without you being part of the conversation if it's not appropriate. Is it, is it acceptable to not say anything at all? Is that and again, we don't want to we don't want to take advantage of a situation, obviously. But for, from your brand's perspective, is it you know, you, Mom always said, right? If you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Is there is there an acceptable don't say anything, or is there something that should be said? 
I think it depends on the brand and it depends on, you know, the potential connection. Um, one of the examples I used in the post was, um, you know, the NRA definitely had a post that was, I would say, not acceptable and they probably should not have said anything um, or if they said something, said something a little bit different. But I think you're, gonna, you're not going to be called out um, if you don't say anything at all, if you're a brand that may, might not have any association with what's happening. We are speaking with Lisa Beyer, CEO of the Beyer Group, about uh, PR and social media etiquette during the times of a tragedy. Lisa, stay with us after this break. We want to come back and talk more about um, how to be good to your brand uh, during this stuff and, and just branding basics in general, um, keeping into tying in around themes and, and events that are coming up and that kind of thing. So, folks, stick with us. This is SEW Weekly for January 24th, 2013. We'll be right back. You're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. Stay tuned for more of SCW Weekly after this quick timeout. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome back to SEW Weekly, your home for search and social marketing news, views, and interviews. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back uh, on SCW Weekly. Tom Craver here. My guest today is Lisa Beyer from the Beyer Group, PRS Social Media and Branding Agency. And uh, we've been talking about how you should behave or how your brand should behave and, and what are good etiquette during times of a crisis. And uh, again, this is referencing an article that appeared on Search Engine Watch uh, back on December 21st. You can uh, certainly search for it. Uh, you can search by Lisa Byer. You can search by the article, which was called Social Media Strategy 
in times of tragedy. And uh, and Lisa, so we were talking about what is considered acceptable, what isn't considered acceptable, um, and and it, depending on what your brand message is and and what your brand is all about, not saying anything all, at all is is an acceptable reaction, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think so. It really depends on, you know, the level that you're already communicating on social media, I guess, um, you know, the profile, the persona of your your fan base, um, and if there's any tie-in whatsoever or not whatsoever. And I mean, even if there's not, just acknowledging what's happening in the news, I mean, if it's, if it's nationwide, nationwide crippling news, which, you know, what we're talking about was... Um, you know, it's it's something that I think affected everybody, whether you had kids, didn't have kids, um, you know, it just was, you know, you had a teacher. I mean, it was just a crazy thing that happened. So in that case, um, I think it was it, it was hard not to comment on it. Absolutely. But, but when you get yourself involved in that conversation, good, bad, or otherwise, there are, there are several risks involved in, in doing that, especially right in the beginning or middle of a crisis, isn't there? Definitely. I mean, you know, like I said earlier, this is um, uncharted territory that we're still in in social media. So um, brands, whether you're a personal brand or, you know, small, medium, large brand, um, I have to give credit to Lisa Grimm because she's actually, um, she's in public relations as well and she has a blog and she wrote an on-the-spot blog the day that everything was unfolding that um, is, you know, was bold and extremely respectful that inspired me to tell my story on Search Engine Watch um, in the article that you're referring to. So, um, you know, to write something like that on the spot, which was awesome and, you know, everybody has their own opinion. She got a lot of comments on it on what, w- what she saw was right, what she didn't think was right from a PR standpoint. But, um, you know, she's a great example of, you know, taking that bold move and, and saying, okay, this is what I think should be done. And, you know, getting that conversation going in a very respectful way. Um, and, you know, that can go whether it's a blog post or it could be a Facebook message or it can be a tweet. But it, there is a risk that you're taking there because you might get some flack. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at her article, too, that you, you linked to in yours and in some of the examples of the companies that she works with, too. Just, you know, out of respect for Newtown, we're going silent. If you have a customer service need, please email us. Don't tweet us. Exactly. And, you, know, that, that's, that's, you know, that's kind of acceptable. I, I remember, um, you know, we all remember where we were, obviously, but, you know, back on 9-11, you know, what, 11 years ago now, 12 years ago now, um, I remember it was, a, it was almost a week, a full week, that most of the radio stations didn't play a single commercial. Um, they didn't do anything but have news on. Even the top 40 stations and whatnot for, for several days just had nothing but news the whole time. It's just, it's one of those things that it's acceptable to, you know, to just do that. I mean, now the question becomes then, where do you balance that, Lisa? Because now not everybody can do that. If smaller businesses obviously still need to rely on some of this stuff, you can't just go without income. Um, you know, what's, what's, what is acceptable as far as a, you know, a cooling off period, I guess? Well, I think, you know, you have to balance that with the type of business that you're in. I mean, obviously, life does go on. People need to um, eat, sleep, drive, you know, and do get back to a normal routine. And um, I think being part of that process um, is important. So, obviously, we can't, 
you know, I'll be crippled for a long period of time. Otherwise, we wouldn't be functioning. Um, So I think there's something to be said also for getting people in a very, getting people back in the groove of their everyday life. So, um, you know, balancing that time of when you're going to go dark. And, you know, some of these examples are, um, you know, just examples of messaging that are going out on, let's say, for example, the timeline, or maybe you're adjusting your ads that they're a little bit, um, you know, if, if you, tasteful to whatever might be happening at that moment. So, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about Super Bowl ads. So Super Bowl, Super Bowl ads are adjusted for the occasion and, you know, doing the reverse when it's a tragedy, adjusting those ads, you know, so that we're in respect of the occasion. But the important thing to remember, fine, finer words never spoken, people buy brands and, and not products. And you have a lot of experience seeing that, right, with your clients? Definitely, definitely. I mean, you're, you're really, um, you know, it's going... You're, we're not focused. The the products are important. The services are important, but your your brand footprint is really what it's all about. Have you seen tides turn like really quickly, plus or minus during things like this? Well, I mean, we've seen the backlash happen on social media, where um, you know, for example, I use the American Apparel um, or the KitchenAid. I mean, that's not really a crisis, but I mean you know, your brand advocates are going to stick up for you or, you know, if you take the wrong step, you know, that could be a huge crisis that's going to be in search and social for a very long time. Yeah. So, so keeping that in mind, people buy the whole brand concept. They want to interact with your brand. And, and you brought up the, super, the word Super Bowl, which is coming up very shortly now. And we're going to see all kinds of ads. In fact, I think the thing to do now is actually leak ads. Be- not leak. It's, I guess it's not leaking if you're intentionally doing it, right? But get the ads out there before the Super Bowl so everybody's looking for them during the Super Bowl. Um, there was something posted recently about Coca-Cola. Um, I want to know. I want your take on this and if you saw this. There was um, – so Coke last year stayed with their traditional – polar bears that everybody knows and loves or most people know and love and either they just woke up last year or i don't know and they said (laughs) wow look at this so we went wildfire on social media everybody likes these cute polar bears who've been around since like what the 1800s or something (laughs) i don't know and um so they so then now they're going to try to force their way into something more social though their ads this year are going to be some kind of like amazing race kind of thing where there's gonna be three different groups of people who are trying to win some competition and uh, they're going to ask everybody to go online and, and vote for them. Now, is this, is this a good thing from branding standpoint? I think it is. I mean, look, Mashable is writing a story about it and, you know, they're getting this exposure across all the different platforms. So at the end of the day, um, if it's going to be positive, a positive brand experience for, their, for Coke's brand advocates, then um, it's, it's a home run or a touchdown. <laughs> but if it's going to, um, if it looks too contrived and that goes, you know, back to a couple things with the tragedy thing. I mean, if you're genuine, authentic, and you're giving your brand advocates, you know, something that makes sense, then, you know, it, it makes sense and it's, you're going to win from it. Absolutely. So people out there listening, you know, you, you want to key in on things that are happening. Things like the Super Bowl are more than fine to key in on as long as you respect their uh, trademark, <laughs> I guess, right? Because uh, that's always a big deal. But, um, but, you know, in the wake of national tragedy, you still want people to like your brand. And, you know, if they don't interact as well, that's okay because they will continue to like you in the long run and, and you won't tick them off by stepping on somebody's feelings. Um, Lisa Beyer, I want to thank you for being with us today for the show. I, you have any final words of wisdom, your one, one thing? If, you take, if anybody can take away anything from this, what is that one key takeaway? 
Um, well, I would just say if it makes sense to be part of the conversation and you have something authentic to add to what's happening in the news, then then do it. And if not, then, as Mom said, something <laughs> nice to say, then don't say anything at all. Lisa Beyer, the CEO of the Beyer Group, uh, for all of your PR, social media, and branding needs, uh, the Beyer Group Agency is the place to be. And uh, your sister owns some fabulous restaurants that we go to when, during SES Chicago, so, you know, yes. props to her, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lisa, thanks so much for joining us today. I really greatly appreciate it and, and all the time you took with us. All right. Thanks a lot, Tom. And Bye. folks, if you want to check out her article, it's called Social Media Strategy in Times of Tragedy. Um, you can find that from uh, December 21st out on searchenginewatch.com. And that about does it for uh, this episode of SEW Weekly. What I want to draw your attention to is next week when I will be joined by Andy Betts and Jim Yu. And we will be talking about big data and enterprise SEO and, and how all of that goes together. Everybody knows me. I'm a data guy. I like to, to put all the numbers in together and, and see how we can make that happen, make better things happen with uh, looking at the analysis of the data. So join us, Andy Betts, Jim Yu, and myself next week for SEW Weekly. If uh, you missed it for whatever reason, of course, you can find us out on iTunes. Let's look for SEW Weekly. You can find us in the new webmasterradio.fm app for your Android or iOS device. They're all in the App Store. You can find us every week, of course, on webmasterradio.fm right here at 1 o'clock on Thursdays. Thanks a lot for listening, folks. Have a great week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.